Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. We didn't start yet. We didn't start yet. We got, we that shit was sounding good as hell, bro. Come on. Alright, now we're going to start my tics. Yeah. Processing, visualizing yeah. sound. Go ahead, try freestyle, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, catch me in the trap, cooking from the back. I be fucking all these bitches, but I'm above the blow. Ooh, uh, yeah. Throw it back, throw it back. Take that bitch to the back and throw it to my past. Uh huh. Yeah, I be rapping that shit like I'm a good nah, nigga. Fuck no, I do not rap. Hell nah. This okay, shit, ain't, this shit is different though. It's okay. Yo, it's yo, okay. so you you got little bars for me? You got you got the bars too? He don't got uh, the bars. I, he got I, the beats, man. I can do something, man. Let me hear a little song. I started off with an incredible talk We mix a hypnotic with yak I'm old school, had an incredible hope Not a fan of the yak, but doing shit back and back I'm talking smoking dutches, you can't slack Wait, I used to have the Cadillac, dipping and diving Freestyle flow off of my top of my dick, I'm never hiding So you know I ain't writing this shit down But when I come to the pack, you know I don't fuck around I gotta bring the fucking heat, like June and July Fucking around, yo, you can't deny Cause I made some dope ass beats and I got some fucking lyrics to match I'm doing this shit but I got a better batch I ain't trying to sell my words I'm selling these beats Cause I know where my heat is locked up in the streets So if you hear me off the top of the noodle I'm doing this shit I'll get twisted up Like a head full of strudel And if you wanna come back with a fine ass honey She's gonna have a fucking weird walk And she'll be talking funny No! No! Stop this shit! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop! No! The man no, with the beast no, done did no. everything. He does it all. Time ago. Yo! He does it all. He no raps. He makes beats. No fucking way, bro. You came on here like you just made beats. Hell Hold no, on, We gotta bro. drop a bomb for semantics Fuck. one time. Man. Nah, bro. Oh my god. Oh my god, man. Bro. Yo. Just to come off straight off hey, the top, man. bro. Off the top. On his own beat. His As y'all own, see, bro, bro his own beat, we got bro. niggas who do everything, bro. Everything. Beats, rap. What else? What he, else you want? I, I'll tell you what it is. He's he been around ten too much. He done. <laughs> I think we may need to have a freestyle competition between the two. Uh oh, that's trouble, man. That's, Sometimes we'll be in like a, a studio working, and something will come on, and we're, and people are freestyling. Yeah, and there's somebody in the room that I think should step up and. And say something, and they, and they don't. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, if you see me get on there and try to do something, if that doesn't influence you, then you're sus. Like <laughs> big time, big. You I feel you I mean? on that, bro. Hey man, I feel bro. you. Welcome to Pack Talk, brought to you by the Wolves, there, man. I'm your host KJ, aka Pellegrino Poppy. I'm with your co-host Kenneth Kinnear. Yes, sir. I'm, that's it. And uh, we got a special guest here today. A very uh, special guest. Very no, special. You've heard his work. Um, little did you know it. Um, season one, season two, especially if you're tuning in to uh, Tin's performances. Uh, we got Somatics, the man behind every single the beat magic. that you hear on the Wolves Den. 
man behind all the beats. Thank uh, you, thank we you. Got, we got him sitting down with us today, and, uh, you know, it's definitely a pleasure. And, uh, we just want to <laughs> we just want to get into it. Like, take us through, like, how, how do you make all these beats? Because, like, that beat specifically, I hear I hear the sample, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Mm. So, so I know that's a, that's like a real no disrespect that's like a real old head thing like not a lot of people know where that come from so for you to sample that and put that in a beat is like really tough and and that's the thing a lot of times when I'm making stuff I also have ideas of something that, like it'll sound similar to something or something in my head says like that might sound cool right there mm-hmm. I should try that out and so a lot of times with stuff like that it's just kind of throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> Damn, it works. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I have a, a pretty vast background on music in general, especially hip-hop. Like, mm. I feel like 1988 to 92 was definitely, like, the glory years of hip-hop because there wasn't any policing by lawyers and stuff like that, so... Mm. Yeah. People like Public Enemy, De La Soul, Beastie Boys, they did whatever the fuck they wanted. Classics, they man. Could put anything in there, and they're probably some of their best albums. Like, they could never really match that. Not that they didn't put out good stuff afterwards, but they mm-hmm. couldn't match that steam. They had to do stuff with original instruments and, and things like that. 100%. I would say, how much of a difference is it from what the music we have now in our generation compared to the 90s, let's say? It's definitely different, but still there's timeless music that you hear now that you know in 20 years is just going to be like, you know, when I first heard Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers or something like that. You mm-hmm. know that, that it's nice to know that there's still music like that ex- that exists. Still goes on? Yeah, absolutely. So um, two questions. Like I've, I, I heard a multitude of instruments. And, and sounds and things in that beat specifically. So, like, what are your favorite instruments? What are the instruments that you like to use a lot in in some of your beats? Because not not to say that some of your beats sound similar, but I can hear a lot of the same instruments, yeah, undertones, I, I, and I definitely like a lot of orchestra, you know, sounds and things yeah. like that for sure. Like, um, my father was a musician; he played the flute violin the saxophone mm-hmm. um a lot of different instruments so like i kind of have an ear for that kind of shit and know where it yeah. maybe belongs mm-hmm. uh-huh. as a kid i didn't play any of those instruments i played the drums so wow. it was definitely the i was gonna say when did you first get started sheep. with music and shit like yeah i was in i was in like third grade and started playing drums and i remember the music teacher gave everybody these like hearing tests and she was like, you know, you know, you went up to her desk. She told you what she thought you could play. And she mm-hmm. was like, you could play any instrument. Like, you scored it you ex- exceptionally well. I was like, cool, I want to play the drum. She was like, except the drum. <laughs> like, that was like a cop-out, like, to her. Like, the drums, Damn. Yeah, like, she was like, you're not going to bang on a drum or play. She wanted you to play some sh- something else. She wanted me to play saxophone, like yeah, my yeah. dad, because she knew I who see. my father I was. See. I had two older sisters that were in the band, so she already wow. knew. Yeah. Deal, and I was just not, <laughs> and I was that kid that went against the grain. Mm. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, I liked music, like hip hop music was kind of taboo as a kid. Yeah, 100%. Know? Definitely. I liked skateboarding and, and hip hop music and, yeah. you know, heavy metal that people didn't like either. Like, that, if 
a lot of people didn't fuck with it, that's the route that I was going. Mm, to be different. To be, to like be one of your yeah, to, yeah, like this is, in my mm. mind, it was like something new that the generation I was a part of was like growing with. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that to me was cool like to have something of our own. Yeah. Wow. wow. So with a lot of the, a lot of the rappers and artists that we talked to, we asked them where did they pull inspir inspiration from artist wise, like what artists, rappers and whatnot they pull from. So with you, you make beats, so it's kind of harder, but it's also at the same time is like where do you pull inspiration inspiration from like yeah like if you hear I, scores on movies and things like that you're like oh i think i can use that instrument in this beat i'm making right now definitely like i'll be in fucking wawa and pull out shazam <laughs> i'm taking a piss like hold on <laughs> to the music that they playing on the I little intercom four bars and i'm gonna <laughs> slow down yeah and i'll have like a plan in my head kind of yeah damn. Damn. and I have playlists on Spotify where I'm fortunate enough with my job that I drive a around a lot, so mm -hmm. I'm constantly just saving um, shit to different playlists. Where like, I'm like, uh, Brazilian guitars, and for three days straight, that's all I listen to. Oh, wow. Like, I'm kind of ignorant a lot of times to, like, new music, and I have mm -hmm. to remind myself, like, oh, Kendrick just came out with an <laughs> Where? So sit down and digest that. <laughs> Go see what this shit yeah, is stop about. Stop listening to some weird 1987 <laughs> fucking, <laughs> you know, Brazilian guitar album. Yeah. I mean, the oh, beat production on, on Kendrick's album alone, I don't know if you picked up on it, was, was very like selective and i i can oh, yeah. tell that it took time for him to sit down and be like okay i want that it was with his producer as well as i want to pick that doubt. i want this sample i, I want to sample this i want to go this direction i want yep. to evoke you're, this type of mood and you're spot on because i feel like every song has like a different emotion mm. like behind it yeah and uh I tried to listen to it on my way to work, and I was like, you're an asshole. Like, you need to devote <laughs> fucking 50-some minutes to sit down in your house mm -hmm. and digest the lyrics that this dude has put out into this and For not sure. just drive to work and uh -huh. half-ass listen to it. Sure. <laughs> I felt that. Man. Shit. Um, so would you say, like, when, when it comes to making beats, how long does it kind of take you to make just one or one or two beats? It's really tough, like um, like a song that me intended beat on. At the time, my ex was downstairs cooking dinner, and like basically she was like, yeah, it'll be done in 10 minutes, and mm -hmm. that beat was probably 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Like the hardest part was finding like the Jada Kiss to say, turn the fucking beat on. You know what I mean? That probably took the most time. Word. Other than that, it was really just like some drums that I threw together quick with an EQ. Mm -hmm. And um, a sick loop that I was able to find a couple chops and mm -hmm. throw it together. I sent it to him, and he's like, you know, this is fire. You know, this yeah. is ridiculous. Wow. And wow. there'll be shit that I work on for three and a half hours that he's like, nah, I, I'm not for me tonight. Or, mm -hmm. yo, I'll have to sit back and listen to it another time. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I spent four hours, you know, hour and a half EQing this shit. Like, God oh, damn. Yeah. Fuck that, man. Fuck shit. So, work. That's um, a lot of work. Right one there, one thing I, I've been wondering, because um, um, Tin has a project uh, that we spoke about the last time, uh, Holistic Healing, correct? Yeah. Um, and you produced that whole uh, project, am I, am I right? Yep. Yeah. Um, a common theme I heard, and also with your other beats, is uh, somatics is 
the process of visualizing sound. So mm. do you have like a psychology background in schooling or or something? No, you're you're totally it's that was great. I never heard anybody <laughs> put it like that, but you're totally off. Um I'm actually dyslexic, so I can't wow. read music. Oh, so wow. the way that I process my sound is through vibration. Wow. Sound. So like I've never, that's why I probably didn't excel in that school band with that asshole teacher. Because, like, I, I couldn't read music. Wow. That's, yeah. that's fucking yeah. crazy. I mean, bro. music, it, music is fuck. tough to read. Because I, I played the trumpet when I was younger. And it would be some notes, like, I, I'd miss. So I would have to go back and, like, okay, well, this is that note. That, yeah. so, far, so on and so forth. So, to, you know, to add having dyslexia on top of it is like, like you're looking at paper i'm like i don't know what the hell i'm looking at mm-hmm. like for me i guess in the beginning um ignorance was kind of bliss because mm-hmm. i really didn't know any better especially yeah, exactly. with me sampling and then i started to realize my ear was so tuned that i could tell when like an 808 was out of key mm-hmm. or something, and yeah. i could pick up on those things mm-hmm. where like the common person would be like no nah, this beat sounds fine and I'm like, exactly i can't even believe i let somebody listen to the, like, the littlest shit you can pick up on. They, they think yeah. it's perfectly fine, but in reality, uh, yeah. it's giving you a headache because it's like, uh, just, I can't stand it. If it's not on the grid correctly or if it's at a key, I definitely pick mm. up on that kind of shit mm. for sure. Gotcha. And I definitely admire people that do as well. Like, ah, oh, you know, that, that seems slightly off if I'm working with an artist and they tell me, I'm like, wow. Because <laughs> most people have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any producers you'd like to draw any draw anything from, or do you really just use your own creative imagination? Like when I first started producing, I definitely listened to a lot of like instrumentals from other producers, and mm-hmm. like not necessarily took styles or techniques, but kind of just like appreciated them yeah, and learned what they brought to different beats and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, like I, I'm kind of just like. I make the shit that I want to make mm-hmm. and I use samples that like probably five years ago I might have been like that's too soft or this or that I'm like yep. I don't give a fuck like, <laughs> people that come wow. to me like oh can you make a beat for me I'm like if I have something that's your style that you listen to that mm-hmm. I made then I guess I made a beat for you oh yeah, yeah. But, like 100. for me to sit there and be like let me listen to this dude's shit and see if I can make something like that mm-hmm. yeah. in my mind a lot of people don't make beats similar to myself so it's sure. like, yeah that's probably going to be, I'm going to be three hours in and want to punch myself. Wasting my time when I could have made three other beats. <laughs> oh, um, shit. I think, what's it called? A common theme, like I see now with a lot of artists, um, they use multiple producers um, to get the maximum amount of quality and, and sound in Absolutely. their music, in their projects. So, so one guy will do the beat, other guy will be in there adjusting it. Um, they'll work together on making one beat. Have like some guys that have like three or four producers on the, on one song, and the song is only like three minutes long. So it's like, would you? Are you open to like working with other producers Hell if yeah. an artist comes with you and like, yo, I got this producer here, but I like working with you too. I want Absolutely. y'all too to give Absolutely. Like to be honest, the song that me and Stacks made a couple weeks ago. He wouldn't have been able to finish that song without Nicky Boy Leo. Mm. Like, he came through. Not only is he shout out Nicky Boy Leo. Leo. Not only is that dude an engineer and he's dirty at that, he's also a disgusting musician. Mm-hmm. And 
we were at a part where we had a, a, a female singing the hook yeah. and the pocket that I had for the beat was more like a Jay Dilla type of beat. So yeah. it's like, that's beautiful for, for Tim to Tim to just eat that up. But for her to sing her mm-hmm. her part, it was difficult. That song is beautiful, bro. Shout oh, out to you and you. shout out Tim too. Shout out uh, Majin, Majin Buu, right? Yeah. She's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful oh, singer. Yeah. Beautiful. So, so Nick was able to play the guitar in that part mm-hmm. and really saved the whole song and, and brought a whole other aspect to it. Wow. So I'm completely open-minded to working with anybody. Like, I know my strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I think anytime you can get with creative, like-minded people, work, wow. that's like, that's priceless. That's a blessing, yeah. honestly. I heard you um, touch on, when we were talking before, you said your ex. So, seeing that that's your ex, what's the relationship status looking like now? The relationship status is very single. Very and single. It's, and it's not to sound like harsh, but like mm-hmm. I've in you know the past many years of my life, I've always had somebody female-wise involved in my life. I see. And I've always had you know a, a career and all these things that I put forth kind of in front of music. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not saying that a good woman isn't out there to support me or whatever, but mm-hmm. it, it's a point in my life where I'm kind of just being a little selfish and putting myself first. <laughs> yeah. you, not you selfish at all, bro. That, it is never selfish if you put yourself first in life. That's the way it normally should be. You're always going to look at other people's perspectives, want to be in their shoes. But at the end of the day, if you die, you're the only person you have. Mm. You're Absolutely. And, like, I'm not saying that um, – you know, having a girlfriend is a distraction. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's me and a dog. I know the amount of time that I can put <laughs> into making music and things like that. And in my heart, that's the time that I need to be putting in and doing that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you shortchange yourself when it's like, oh, I thought we were going to dinner. Oh, mm-hmm. this and that. There's so many times where I'm like, from five to seven, I'm going to make music. It's fucking quarter of ten. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I just got to fuck it. Export this and go to bed. Like, you know what I mean? trying to wrap shit up but that's the way it is but so okay so you obviously work with tin a lot um is there like any other frequent artists that you work with and then do you how much do you charge for a beat uh for someone that you don't usually work with like someone new yeah so usually a lot of people put this some people take themselves serious with this and Mm -hmm. they want the wave files, the stems, they know what they're getting into. And if that's the case, great. You can you can buy a beat for $150. That's mm-hmm. yours. Nobody else gets it. I'll take my tag off there. Yep. Do whatever you want. If, you know what I mean? Oh, you're taking a tag off. comes and sues you for the sample or whatever, that's on you now. Exactly. If you want to lease the beat and you have my tag on there and 300 or, you know, 10 or whatever, other people have it, mm-hmm. that's cool. And that's 30 bucks. <laughs> So I honestly, I don't I have a decent job and I'm not doing this to be the guy that sells a bunch of, you know, what I mean, beats of the same beats. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. um, I'm open minded to working with tons of artists for sure. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the bond that me and that dude has, it's 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 like Primo and and Guru in a sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. No offense to anybody, but that dude's always going to get first dibs. Mm -hmm. like, just, you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's, you got my boy celebrated in the that's background. The bond we have like, top tier, top that's quality. My ace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Nah, that's um, how it should be too, bro. The chemistry you guys have, you could just look at it and tell it's unmatched. Yeah, and you gotta think you. he's not giving you no lackluster verses on the on the beats either. And so he's giving you like, something uh, in return. One hand washes the other with our relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we both have both have our eyes on the same prize mm -hmm. and um work working off each other's energy. You know what I mean? Sometimes uh yeah. Tin will be like, send me something and I'll be in a rut and I'll be like, Well, I was gonna do X, Y, and Z, but I gotta go home and mm -hmm. cook him up something. You know what I mean? The motherfucker's in his zone. I gotta get I gotta send him shit. <laughs> Damn. It's gotta be it's gotta get done. Um so I mean, hey, anytime, anytime you have a relationship like that, when it comes to like producer artists, you, that's that's one bond that you can't break, you know. Because the more he succeeds, the more you succeed. Because at the end of the day, he's using your work, and you know oh, yeah. he's putting his work onto your onto yours. So the first time I met this dude, he showed up at my house where we had never met at all. Like <laughs> it was friends of a friend that even sent four dudes from Millville down to my house without me having a gun in my basement, which was <laughs> fucking scary. <laughs> but he pulled out a Neil, Neil Young album, yeah. Harvest Moon album, and started talking about a song on there called Old Man. Mm -hmm. Probably like four months earlier, I sampled that song. Wow. And like right then and there, it was just like some weird stars, you know what I mean? A line <laughs> stars yeah, aligned yeah, just like, like that. <laughs> and me and this dude got a bond for mm -hmm. sure over some Neil Young shit. But Damn. um, earlier you mentioned um, a job. You got a good paying job. You got a good stable job, which is if anybody watching, you seeing me and Kenneth sipping on it. I could always use that boy a got us lit. He I got us lit. Use a race. <laughs> uh, Slack and Tide Brewing <laughs> Company. Um, what you I'm, drinking? I'm drinking Schooly Pale Ale right now, and it's. Anybody that drinks beer, he's fucked up. Very, no, he's no. fucked up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm actually chilling right now, but it's actually it's a real good tasting beer. It tastes like it has like a lemonade taste kind of to it. Um, it's real smooth. It goes down smooth. You don't anything like that. Kenneth is also sipping on some. We got the tipsy dipsy here, the double India pale ale. I cannot describe this taste, but this shit's good, and I feel lit as hell right now, yeah. so I'm cooling right so now. Eight, oh, eight shit. percent, yeah, that'll yeah. This shit, it, right? this shit got me good. He, he if y'all not copping and, uh, up, you missing out. Yeah, he missing came out. through and got us right with uh, some drinks, and we definitely appreciate it. Oh yeah, some good tasting stuff too. So if if anybody you know likes to drink beer and whatnot that listen to this, um, go ahead and get you some from Slack and Todd mm -hmm. uh, Brewing Company. Yes, sir. Tell them somatic sent you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like tell us a little bit about that. Like, do you use like a lot of the money you make from there to support you, your equipment and making beats and whatnot? Absolutely, and uh, I mean, I'm still using shit that I bought ten years ago. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I showed up at somebody's house and they were amazed that I even make the shit that I make on the laptop I have. <sighs> And I, and I try to tell people, like, when I was younger, I would buy, like, a, you know, MPC or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I see this in the video. But at the end of the day, I use a keyboard, a Casio keyboard, so I can put samples across all the keys. And I'm not limited to 16. Wow. And I have three MPCs, you know what I mean? But it's it's never the machine. It's always the man behind mm -hmm. it. So yeah. Like, yep. 
you could give me, I don't know, a couple fucking boxes, and if I could figure out how to wire them up, I'm gonna make gonna, put stuff on those boxes and bang <laughs> on them and make you know what I mean, do my thing for sure. Mm-hmm. That's, that's definitely dope. And uh, also in um, in Tin's last episode, he uh, wisely said that he considers you the artist. He's just more so that brings it, puts it in words. And things like that. Do you agree with that? I look at it like um, I'm real good at drawing, and Tin's real good at painting. Mm. I don't know how to paint. He don't know how to draw. <laughs> I see. So I when see. We get together. We do some shit. That's yeah. crazy I mean? like, as shit. Crazy as hell. That's the. I, I definitely rock with that. That shit's amazing, bro. I shit. I already heard most a lot of your music already. It's always I'm blown away. Thank that shit's amazing, really bro. It's that, honestly man. amazing. I have yet to hear a Tin and Somatics uh, collab that I was like, nah, I don't like. That. I have yet <laughs> to hear it. So, nah, I'm tr- I'm ready to hear the rap now because we already see that my boy can rap over oh, here. Cinematics can rap. He said, hey man, he said he retired years ago. Man. I, <laughs> I did. I was just that. Honestly, I was a late bloomer. I didn't start making beats till later in my life, and I spent a lot of time in the back of people's moms, Mercury Sables, freestyling over um, G Unit beats and shit like that. Oh wow! <laughs> smoking, smoking shitty dime bags. It took half the time to get the seeds out of the swag and all that. Oh man, that shit had the seeds in it. Oh my no, god! It's like fourteen dudes on two dimes. <laughs> yeah, we're straight for the night. Because that shit go minutes fast. later, everybody's got a headache. <laughs> oh, oh man, man you hate to see. But uh, we definitely appreciate you coming through and uh, sitting mm-hmm. down and talking to us. Appreciate you guys. Finally, time, good to sure. finally got a good time to talk, bro. Yeah, yeah that shit was neat. Good to see the face and, and the voice behind all, all the creative beats and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate that. If you need appreciate a beat, you, you know the guy to hit. If you're not hitting up cinematics, you're doing this shit Please. wrong. Hey man, if you're yeah. an upcoming artist and you, you know you you want to get creative and you know out of pocket and. Just out of your headspace with some beats, hit up, hit up some addicts. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give you guys 10 sloppy seconds, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Oh, shit. oh my <laughs> hey, God. You got hold on, hold on. My boy said sloppy seconds, so that means you down for sloppy seconds? You cool with that shit? Oh gosh, here uh, Nah. Negative. I mean, at the end of the day, you're always somebody's sloppy second. Exactly, Ken. Damn. You know He's spitting. Not only was he spitting bars at the beginning, he's spitting facts now. Shit. Shit. But, uh, <laughs> hey, man, we definitely appreciate you coming through. Mm-hmm. You know, always a good time. Always a good time seeing you here at the Den events. Thank um, you, fellas. Yes, sir. So, yeah, this has been Pack Talk brought to you by the Wills Den. I'm your host, KJ. AKA Pellegrino Poppy on the gram. This is your host, Kenneth. It's your boy, Kenneth Canary. You know who the fuck it is. And it's been Somatics, man. Follow him. Oh, follow him on Instagram, too. Somatics underscore Ritmos. Yes, sir. Yeah. And we out of here. Tune the fuck in. We're in to turn this shit.